the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Again, top of the hour, Mark Bauerlein, author of The Dumbest Generation Grows Up. I'm going to ask Mark about why he called millennials the dumbest generation and what he's seen since his original book, The Dumbest Generation, in 2008 was published. What he sees in the comments of those today who are in power. I don't know if uh, our new White House press secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre, is a millennial. Would she be a millennial? She's 40. She a Gen Xer? Oh man, I don't know. I, there are a bleed over. There's bleed over stupidity in all <laughs> generations, as Glenn Greenwald said the other day. There are morons. Uh, all ideologies have idiots. Uh, <laughs> Glenn Greenwald is uh, not wrong on that. So often these crises are seized upon by leaders to demand power. This idea that, for example, the First Amendment doesn't protect hate speech is completely false. The Supreme Court has said the opposite. But I also think that what's critical to note is that every political ideology, every last one, has psychopaths or extremists who carry out violence in the name of that ideology and to try and blame your political opponents or to ascribe fault or guilt to people who share that ideology is a completely morally atrocious act because you're exploiting the corpses and not expressing sadness over them. Yes, he's talking there about Biden's horrific speech in Buffalo where he could have healed and instead he ratcheted up the hatred out there by pinning it on white supremacy. White supremacy is awful. Two things can be true at once. White supremacy is awful, but it doesn't mean that other ideologies are pristine and without fault. So, and it doesn't mean everybody who's a conservative is a white supremacist. That's the uh, viewpoint that Joe Biden would have you believe. But I'm looking forward to talking to Mark Bauerlein at the top of the hour because uh, one of the younger people in our culture was uh, at the podium yesterday in Congress. Her name is Amy Eribe. Arem, uh, uh, no, it's Amy a rambide. She is the uh, director of abortion rights for Avow, Texas. Now, I looked her up. I looked her up because I just played a, like a short, short interlude from her testimony yesterday with uh, Dan Bishop. And she's the one who said that, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, a a man can become pregnant. Um, what do you say a woman is? I believe that everyone can identify for themselves. Okay. Um, do, do you believe then that men can become pregnant and have abortions? Yes. Okay, so there's the Cliff's Notes version of her stupidity. But this is two minutes of demonic evil right here. She is being questioned 
in this particular clip by Louisiana Congressman Mike Johnson. That's the first voice you will hear. And then you will hear Amy Arambide and note how long it takes her to offer, well, it's not really an answer. It's just a comment. She's searching her mind, searching her brain, searching her uh, well of wokeness for how she can defend what Representative Johnson's questions make clear is a completely indefensible position on abortion. Let me ask the abortion advocate, Ms. Arambide, to answer my questions on this subject. Ma'am, you testified that you are, quote, unapologetic in seeking unrestricted abortion access. So I'm wondering, at what point is it not okay to abort a child? What, what age of gestation? Notice how long she's pausing. She's pausing, 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 pausing. I trust all people to determine what they can and can't do with their bodies. Full stop. Okay. I also believe that human rights... Um, including access to the medical care, medical care that they need within their communities, is something that should be afforded everyone. Great. Okay. So you you support late term abortion? I support all people and trust. That means late term abortion. Do you support partial <laughs> birth abortion? In other words, the child is half delivered, and then the woman says, "My right, I want to take that one out." You support that? I trust people to make decisions about wow. their body. Wow. Talking okay. points, talking what, what points, about, talking um, points. So, so abortion should be allowed then, by your definition, for any reason, for any purpose, at any stage, right? I trust people to make decisions about their body, mm. and then when relevant, I think that they need to consult their medical p- practitioners okay. and not is, if it is, Listen, let me just ask you this question. If it is not lawful and morally acceptable to take the life of a 10-year-old child, I assume you agree with that, right? That would be wrong, Correct. I believe that. Okay. That is and wrong. a two year old child, same thing. That would be murder. We would all agree that's wrong. Then what is the principal distinction between the human being that is two years old or nine months old or one week old or an hour old than one that is eight inches further up the birth canal in the utero? What, what's the difference? Why is it okay in the latter case and not the former cases? Crickets. I trust people to determine what to do with their own bodies. Wow. Full stop. Wow. Full stop indeed. And that describes right there exactly what this is about. There's a legal issue here, but un- underneath that is a moral issue. It's about reality. It's about science, the advancement of medical technology. You're talking about unborn children. And your, your full stop is that you will support the termination of that child at any time. And that is frightening. And that is why this decision should be turned to the popular will of the people. And hopefully they'll protect the sanctity of every single human life and live up to the standards of our Declaration of Independence. I yield back. I'm convinced that leftist possessed individuals like her have a hard drive in their head that when they have no answer, they're able to, like, click in to some satanic talking point and just spit that out when they're utterly desperate for a cogent reply. I believe women have the right to choose what they do with their own bodies. It takes them like six or seven seconds to find that in the nether reaches of their demon-possessed mind. But how many times did she, I believe women have the right, it's almost like she's in a trance when she can't answer a question. I believe women have the right to make decisions about their own bodies. There's no 
life behind those eyes. That's just two minutes of evil right there is what you listen to. And she sees nothing wrong with it. You can tell when Representative Johnson at the end of the clip is telling her how horrific her views are on this. That she is completely incapable of seeing herself as she is. It's scary. Now listen, I used to get really, really angry at people like this. Their position angers me. But I feel such sorrow for what is available to them in terms of the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ and them being so blind to it. It's extremely frustrating. And it tells you how powerful the delusions of Satan are on our elected officials. They don't see any problem, as the doctor you heard in the previous segment, with dismembering children who are fully capable of living outside the womb. She sees nothing wrong. She took a medical oath to do no harm. Every doctor takes that oath. She took that oath. She believes she is doing no harm, dismembering a child capable of living outside the womb, and then just disposing of the body parts however she wants. She won't answer any of the questions about it. because she. Why won't she answer the questions? Because she knows, though she says her conscience is clear, and though she says she's providing care, and though she says she's performing a service that is needed and is noble, she knows it is not. Otherwise, she would just offer a quick, honest, and even tempered answer. But instead she says, you know, I'm not going to be subjected to your histrionic questioning. It's not histrionic questioning. It's just asking you, have you ever dismembered a child during an abortion after 20 weeks to extract the child from the woman? Very simple question. The fact that you can't answer it, Chip Roy is correct, means the answer is yes. And it means you have no peace with doing it. Nor should you. Because God has placed his law on and in every human heart. So I'm going to resist the temptation here to, well, maybe I won't. I don't know. Uh, Dayton police yesterday, we told you, were on the scene of an apartment complex where they had a, a standoff. Not a hostage situation, but they were called there at 640 in the morning when somebody was shot and they then, you know, surrounded the building and tried to wait for the shooter to come out and handle it, you know, handle it peaceably, not get anybody else hurt, whatever. Uh, And it was still going on when we left the air at one yesterday. And I wanted to check back on a, you know, dispensate. How did it end? Right. Well, they're still looking for the guy because they were given bad information that the shooter was still in the apartment building. So he was not in the apartment building because there's no way he would have gotten away if he was not in the apartment building. So, you know, it's not like Barney Fife was in charge of the hostage crisis. Isn't that called disinformation? That's disinformation. (laughs) See, we disbanded poor Nina Jankowitz. We should have sent her out there to sing a bad show tune parody. And the guy would have probably said, oh, my ears are bleeding. Let me come out. No, but so they're looking for 
Uh, and this guy's dangerous. I mean, he shot somebody. At least he's alleged to have shot somebody. Johnny Trigg Jr., 61205. So if you're in Dayton and you know where Johnny Trigg Jr. is, don't try to uh, don't try to uh, apprehend him yourself, but let police officers know. I feel bad for the city of Dayton that they were committed all those resources to that yesterday, and they were given bad information about where he was. Because I'll tell you one thing, folks. If you're listening here, uh, my Columbus listeners know this. My Dayton and Western Ohio listeners should know this. I'm super pro-police. I'm super pro-police. Now, that doesn't mean I'm super pro-bad police because while I am ashamed of what my chosen profession, journalism, has become, I always hated it back when journalism was legit and asked fair questions and didn't take a political position on reporting news. It always upset me then when a journalist would betray the ethics of his profession, much like it offends every doctor when there's a doctor who commits malpractice and nobody is more passionate about getting rid of bad cops than good cops and good cops vastly 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 outnumber bad cops but are there bad cops yeah i mean i wish there were only as many bad journalists as there are bad cops but that's an inverse proportion All the bad journalists are all over every network. There's a few good ones at Fox, probably a few good ones at Newsmax. There might be one good one at, where's Catherine Harridge now? CBS? Although I thought Carl Cameron was a good one. He's not. Man, Carl Cameron. Somebody got a hold of Carl Cameron, or he did a good job hiding it all the years he was at Fox. But, uh... I'm sorry for Dayton police that they were called, and that's bad for the neighborhoods in Dayton. They were called off and out of patrols in neighborhoods because you got a guy who shot somebody, and he's barricaded in a building, you're told, and then he's not in the building. So, tough situation for the city of Dayton yesterday. Now, I've received an email, and I don't think I have my email opener. I would credit uh, the gentleman who sent this to me. But he tipped me off. He said, have you heard about this upcoming World Health Organization summit? Ah. And I was like, not really, but I'm going to uh, check into it since you let me know that. You can always tip me off to news that I need to be talking about at Bruce at SalemMedia.com, Bruce at SalemMedia.com. I'm afraid I'm going to credit the wrong person because I have a ton of emails here. You're always welcome to email me. So the WHO is going to have a World Health Summit on May 22nd to 28th. And I'm looking at a story here from Forbes magazine. And they're extolling what a great idea this is, that we didn't have a coordinated world pandemic response, and that that's why six and a half million people, six six point two seven million people uh, died from COVID. Because if we had just given the World Health Organization (laughs) more money and more authority, that's the position of this Forbes article. I wish I had a bird so I could put that in a cage and let the bird do its business on that story, because that's garbage. So you want the WHO, Forbes magazine, to have ultimate authority over how American citizens can live their lives the next time a pandemic comes out of China. Hmm. Can anybody say end times? Can anybody say one world government? Come on. No. That's a big no from me. Big no. No. We make our own decisions here in this country. Not some unelected bureaucrat head of the WHO, who's afraid of China, where the pandemic originated, no chance am I for that. 
So I share the view of my emailer, not of Forbes, Forbes magazine, which was the only mainstream site. You know what? You know why I found that Forbes magazine article on the top of my search? Because it was a Google search. That's why. It wasn't a DuckDuckGo search. Got to search DuckDuckGo if you don't want Google to impact what you're looking at online. I learned that from my friends uh, who I've interacted with, listeners to the show, through Patriot Switch. Also, uh, my man John, up in the Delaware area, turned me on to a really good site. If you want to go and check out a company, who they give to, what they give, how they rate in terms of their conservative bona fides, secondvote.com. 2ndvote.com. Secondvote.com. Give that a look, Alan. Let me know what you think of that, because you're also interested in not being asleep on these kinds of matters. I, I but I'm a, a, a dis, what is a, I'm a person. Well, you're a disinformation. Who, I am expert. disinformation. You yeah, are disinformation. I am, I am. There'll be a song about you any day coming from Nina Jankowitz's. I can't wait. Keyboard. Yes. <laughs> uh, speaking of disinformation, uh, have you gotten a really good listen? To the new White House press secretary, Corrine Jean-Pierre. Man, Tucker Carlson has her in his crosshairs. <laughs> it's, it's a delight to behold as well. Uh, Corrine Jean-Pierre, who Jen Psaki, the little red lying hood, gushed over as how competent she is. And how the, apparently the only qualifications for White House press secretary are that you can A, read... Because every answer Corrine Jean-Pierre gives, she's reading it verbatim out of a woke talking point book. But here is how Corrine Jean-Pierre began her first week as White House press secretary on Monday. I am obviously acutely aware uh, that my presence at this podium uh, represents a few firsts. Uh, I am a black gay immigrant woman, the first of all three of those to hold this position. Yay! Yay! We have illegal aliens teeming across our southern border. We are paying, what was it today, 444 for gas at Lazelle and Sankis? By the way, I found a great site. I put it on my Twitter. It's a site that, it's a government site, okay? So, mm, take that with a grain of salt. That charts gas prices in America, the average gas price by week in America, dating back to August of 1990. August of 1990. So, national average gas price today, I'm scrolling, 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 four dollars and 32 cents two years ago two years ago donald trump is president may 2019 no may 2020 i'm looking at the wrong year may 2020 what were we paying for gas in may 2020 national average gas price one dollar 81 cents Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.